If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, Electoral Commission stands its ground as NDC flag bearer John Mahama takes the party's case against implementation of in November general elections this year to the leadership of the Christian community. They want to bring a new CI to change the old CI. Yeah, yeah, can they say, why wait till now? You don't spring surprises on people like that. There have been several instances where they've said no to something. And if the EC strongly believes that that thing is in the national interest, we don't say because MPP has said this or NDC has said this, we are not going to do it. We have the latest on this raging controversy that has once again pitched the NDC against the Electoral Commission. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone, the flag bearer of the main opposition National Democratic Congress, NDC. Today, took the party's case against the implementation of a proposal to hold this year's general elections in November instead of December 7th to the leadership of the Christian community. The Electoral Commission has been pushing for the implementation of the proposal and is set to begin the process towards amending the constitution so the new date will be applied to this year's general elections. John Mahama maintains it is too late to implement the proposal this year. Well, the commission is standing its ground despite NDC's protest declaring it will not change its position if they determine 
that the proposal is in the national interest. It's just been a few days since the NDC returned to the Interparty Advisory Committee, IPAC, after months of boycotts due to strong disagreements with the EC. The latest controversy is already threatening to further strain the relationship. We'll hear from the EC shortly. But first, listen to John Mahama addressing the leadership of the Christian community in Kufredia as part of the Building Ghana Tour. Elections are very emotive events. There are many emotive things. They say ethnicity. Normally, one nation. We are one nation. It is critical to organize ourselves efficiently to prevent any challenges. The Electoral Commission's recent actions are inappropriate since the 2020 elections until now. With only nine months left until 2024 elections, proposing significant changes raises concern. You don't build the confidence of the people in the electoral process. These actions do not instill confidence in the electoral process. The plan to alter the election date and make amendment to the CL raises the question, why wait till now? You don't spring surprises on people like that. Well, the commission says it will not change its decision just because a political party is unhappy. Listen to the deputy chair at the EC, Dr. Bosman Nasari. He spoke to my colleague, Blazer Soga. Based on what transpired yesterday, more of the political parties were supportive of the change of the date from December to November. Looking at our calendar, uh, we are pretty sure that we'll be able to do everything. The largest opposition party, the National Democratic Congress, says it is not aligned to this proposal. If successful, it will mean that indeed the EC will go ahead to hold the elections on November 7. Are you, are you mindful of the concerns that the NDC has? And what reactions do you have to their concerns? The, the NDC expressed uh, support that for this year, they are not ready for it, but for 2028, they are ready for that. The EC has stated that by hook or crook, we are going to do it in 2024. That's not what we said. Yeah, but you, you've, given, you've given us a condition, and the condition is that if you're able to go through all the processes early enough, then we might implement that this year. Yes. I'm saying yes. that the NDC says, be it as it may, uh, you cannot do that change this year. I don't, think, I don't think you are trying to say, if NDC, NDC says we cannot do it, it means we cannot do it. Is that what you are trying to say? Uh, is that what you're suggesting as well? Because uh, that's the largest opposition party, sir. Oh, but uh, Mr. Soga, all the parties, we have uh, uh, the NPP, the NDC. There have been several instances where they said no to something. And if the EC strongly believes that that thing is in the national interest to advance uh, the course of the country's democracy, we don't say because MPP has said this or NDC has said this, we are not going to do it. Because don't forget that EC gave a reason. And one of the reasons, the main reason we gave was that in the event there is a runoff, it puts so much pressure on us because you have only within 21 days to be able to execute the runoff. So we would wish some additional days being given to us. 
And I just want to read a quote from uh, Dr. Omani Boama, the Director of Elections for the NDC. He says that why wait for January to be ending without stakeholders having the electoral calendar for 2024 elections? And why did the EC not introduce these discussions in 2017, 2018, 2019, and why not even after the 2020 elections? We explained, uh, we explained all this at IPAC. We said uh, some of the things internally, we've been working on them. So, so for us, based on uh, the, the nature of our work, the information available to us, uh, the efficacy of our equipment, we are, we are pretty sure that if we start in January, we will be able to complete it, uh, have the elections in, in November. Uh, and one more thing, I thought that would have been the final one. Uh, the reforms you're introducing ahead of the uh, general elections, one has got to do with the reversal of the indelible ink. Um, the public is still asking questions as to what may happen in the main elections. Uh, you reverse that for the district level elections, uh, but for the parliamentary and presidential system, uh, concerns arrive about maintaining electoral integrity. Are you mindful of that, even as you contemplate reversing this policy? And what's your final stance on the use of the indelible ink? No, the, the EC hasn't said that we are not going to use indelible ink in, tw- in the 2024 election. We haven't made that point anyway. What we explained was that when you look at the biometric technology, if People go through that verification process, and at the same time, you you try to apply the ink on them. Clearly, you are it amounts to duplicity. Because the verification system basically says that this is blessing Soga who has come uh, to vote after after he has gone through the process. Why do you still want to apply another another system or the indelible ink so that it sends another signal that the same blessing Soga has come? So that was the explanation we gave. But we, we haven't said we are not going to use the indelible ink in the 2024. So it will be used. That's why I said we haven't said it anyway that we are not going to be using the indelible ink. Will it be used in the 2024 election, sir? We, we, we haven't said we are not going to use it. You did not use it in the district level elections. Will, will that be the case for the general no, elections? That was the district level election. And I said for the 2024 general election, we haven't said anywhere that we are not going to be using the indelible ink. But what are you saying about it? Are you going to use it? No, we had a meeting with the parties and there was consensus that they thought the indelible ink is still very useful. And the issue will take all that into consideration. We don't do the work for ourselves. We do it for the good people of Ghana. So anything that is good and will promote our democracy, the EC will always be for it. Do we take that to mean that you're yet to take a final decision on whether or not the indelible ink will be used? Yes, certainly. Certainly. Well, the subject of whether or not to hold this year's elections uh, in November was top on the agenda at an IPAC meeting on Monday. The EC had reported that majority of the parties in that meeting agreed to hold elections early. We know the position of the NDC. What about the governing New Patriotic Party? I'm joined right now by the national organizer, uh, Henry Nanabwache. Also joining me now is the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Gbande. I'm also joined by Albert Kofi Aheng, the national coordinator of Kodeo. And Kodeo sometimes gets to participate in the IPAC meetings. I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on this particular issue also. But Nanabwache, grateful that you could join me here on Top Story. Uh, where does your party stand on this? Um, for us, um, we are at the IPAC meeting. Uh, first of all, good evening, Evans. 
Uh, for us, um, we support such reforms. Um, I recall that in 2016, under Madame Chalasose, similar proposals were made. But when it was tabled, was uh, the point where we had some challenges. It was tabled around June, July, and then immediately you want to put such proposals together. It means we'd have to go through some processes. You even have to go to Parliament. So we were of the view that for such proposals to be tabled somewhere in June 2016, um, before the um, main elections, uh, was problematic. So that is how come we did not support it. You rejected the DNA recall. Your your members yes. voted against yes, and, and that. These that, were the uh, reasons yeah, we gave. That we, constitutional we amendment that bill. It, it was too close to the elections and it may create some problems. Well, John Muhammad today articulated the party's position, the NDC's position. It's similar to the position you articulated in 2016. He says, it is too late to start the process now. Why didn't the EC start it last year or the year before? You agree with him? Oh, I do not agree with him because, as I said, um, that was just five months into the elections in 2016. Now we are talking about... Um, about 11 months to the elections, and such reforms can clearly, you know, uh, be undertaken. So I do not agree with him, and that is his position. For our position, we are okay with it. I also recall that the um, SDA church also put together some proposals, and then they were saying that this year's election um, falls on a Saturday, and for them, they are making these proposals for a change not really in the date, but in the day, so that we can have a particular day. And say maybe first week or first Tuesday in December, first Tuesday in November, second Tuesday in November, so that uh, that particular day, several dates can revolve around that particular day. And we support that as well. Um, there was also another proposal where we wanted to make the election day a public holiday. Um, we have also articulated our views. We've said that, look, with these holidays, we need to also do broader consultation. I mean, with the business community, uh, sometimes they've complained that there are too many holidays. We need to consult the Christian fraternity as well and other religious bodies and all stakeholders so that at least we can come together as one. So for us, we do not have any problem with that at all. I think if they, if they should start with this um, proposals and if they start implementing it. I mean, they have enough time to execute their schedule. So we are okay with it. Joining me is the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC, Mustafa Gbande. Mustafa, in 2016, the Attorney General then under John Mahama sent to Parliament a constitutional amendment bill. The vote on that particular bill was scheduled for July 21st. When it came down to it, your members then voted massively in support of it, but you did not get it two-thirds to pass this. This was in July, mid-year, before the elections. You backed it then. This is happening. The process is beginning this year in January. And you say it's too late. Double standards? Okay, thank you very much, Evans, and uh, good evening to your listeners. Good evening to my brother, um, Nanabwach. Simple. Um, the issue is not about who have tabled 
and who have rejected. Our issue is simply that the elections calendar have already begun. The 2024 election starts with some processes. We are already deep into those processes. And so amendments and reforms would have to happen within some feasibility. And if you look at the myriad of issues that we have, as far as elections are concerned, technical challenges, if you want to focus on reforms, other than looking at what were near to transparency and credibility of the elections, we'll end up undertaking reforms, but we cannot have a credible free and fair election. That is all the NDC's position. But now, when we went to IPAC, any position that there was majority of members supporting reforms, it's a lie. It's a broad day lie. What the consensus at IPAC was that all those reforms should be looked at ahead of 2028. But we should focus on coming back to IPAC again to look at the proposals that have been made by the church, the Christian community. That was what happened at IPAC. Well, Mustafa, so for, Mustafa, your fundamental disagreement is yes. not about whether or not this is the right thing to do. You agree holding elections in November is the right thing. Your fundamental issue is about timing, when you, yes. when you trigger the process. In fact, even apart from, apart from timing, which you recall and agree with me, that the Electoral Commission is overwhelmed by its own managerial challenges. It is overwhelmed by technical challenges even going into the election. You've seen the, the assembly election that was organized. And that if you undertake certain reforms, for example, the CI-127 that was used to undertake registration, just the ended one, the same CI was on the basis on which we did the disassembly election. Will you then go and have a new CI, which would then, you know, lead to inconsistent application of the law? And so we are saying that we are late in the year. Yeah, Let but us you, focus you, you on use... having transparent elections, having a credible election, having a free and fair election, instead of major, major reforms that will not guarantee... Yeah, most of you, you, you use the word you use the word late. Keeping them honest, in 2016, yeah. when you started this process to have this constitutional change, it was in yeah. July. It was it was later then than it started now. So if it's what? about lateness, if you supported it then, why are you not supporting it now? Especially when you have at least five more months to play with. In fact, if you look at yesterday in 2016 and today, you may even say that the situation is worse because at the time. The problem the Electoral Commission of 2016 was going through is not the same as this Electoral Commission. If as we've just undertaken a... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Assembly election, were you not, you know, amazed and overwhelmed by the number of operational challenges, managerial challenges to the extent that we've had ballot papers getting short for the first time? How does that lead to transparent and credible elections? And so, the, for the NDC, we still hold to the fact, even on the basis of transition, my position is that transition is not a business of the Electoral Commission. The Electoral Commission has no business to be worried about when transition and when it not, is not transition. The core mandate, constitutional mandate of the Electoral Commission is to focus on delivering a credible, free and fair election. Electoral Commission is supposed to bear for the people of Ghana a president and a parliamentary, a parliamentarian. But, but Mustafa, on the, subject, on the subject of free and fair elections, the EC's central argument, why they're pushing this is, if you have a runoff, on December 7th. You leave them very little time to pull themselves together and put together that run of elections in time for January 7th the next year. That will rush the process and that could affect transparency, credibility of the poll. It comes back to your point, does it not? Well, we are better off with what we know than what we are not, than what we are not sure of. We have held elections in this country since 1992. There have been a number of runoffs in this country and that have transitioned in forming very solid governments. And so that argument is flawed by the previous experience that we have had. Okay. Stay with me, Mustafa. Let me bring in Albert Kofiahin. He's a national coordinator of Kodeo, and that's a coalition of domestic election observers. Um, Ms. Ahin, I'm curious, were you represented at IPAC this week? Yeah, it was, um, I was there. I was, I was there for Kodeo. Was there consensus on the early elections in November? Yes. Um, from the narrative that you have just had, uh, if, if you recall, you know, in 2016, Kodeo was part of the committee that was supposed to have uh, implemented this kind of uh, reform. Except that, that at the last minute, it was decided that the commission wasn't ready enough for it to be implemented. And so it was set aside. But Kodeo all along has been with this idea of having the elections in November for the obvious reasons that have been stated from this platform. One is that the EC will have um, a lot of time to prepare so they can 
come out with a very good election or maybe the runoff if you want it that way. And um, it's the only thing that I consider and which the EC should look at seriously is to be able to come out. The timetable for the 2024 election hasn't come out. And I believe that is the reason why a lot of the, uh, the, the smaller parties and the bigger opposition party is dragging its feet. By now, that timetable, that, that calendar should have been out to be able to convince everybody that they really mean business and uh, whatever the fear is from the opposition, it is non-existent. See, so I will appeal to them that they should come out now and immediately with the timetable and convince everybody that they will be able to deliver. The, East, uh, the, the NDC is saying that why didn't they do it around last year, the year before, yes. about when they had time and there was no rush, there was nothing being done at that time. You see, so some of the parties in the room were saying that whether it is going to be used for 2024 or not, that thing should be started. You, you the mean... ball should start rolling so that whether we're able to finish or we are not able to finish at least by 2020, they should be able to use it. So, so, so clarify for me. Was that the consensus position or was a majority no, position? The consensus position hasn't come yet. The EC told everybody there that they've taken the views of all the parties. They are going to study it and then they will come out. So the, 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 the bone of contention remains, even if we start the process now, do you implement it this year or 20, 2028? What they are saying is that if they're able to do it and convince everybody that the timetable is said that they'll be able to implement it, they are for it. Okay, so... They will be for it. So if, on the other hand, it is said that it will not be, you know, it, it can't be implemented because of time, then they will also gladly wait for it, for it to be implemented in 2020. But, you see, the general consensus I heard in that room was that whether it's 2024 or 2028, the process should be set in motion. Now. That is, that is what everybody was talking about in the room. Okay. Now, it should not be stopped. Once it has, you know, the EC has started it, they should go ahead, do the necessary uh, things, present it to Parliament for the necessary laws to be enacted so that whether it's 2024 or 2028, it should be implemented. Uh, Mustafa, you're not opposed to the process starting now, are you? Well, hello. I have said that we are more concerned about the 2024 election. We haven't finished 2024. How can we be thinking about 2028? Well, I'm talking about starting the process nonetheless. Now. Well, our position is that uh, the EC itself, and you've heard my brother speaking about calendar. EC have not put up any calendar out to even show the work that is ahead of us. How do we sign for something that we are not aware of? I mean, Mr. Hig, do you agree where we are right now at the end of January, the EC starting too late? No, the EC has promised that the calendar will come out very soon, very, very soon. And that's what I'm saying that if the calendar comes out and they're able to convince everybody that within the time limit, the time frame, they'll be able to do it, why not? Kodio has always been waiting for a time that the election will be conducted in November. We have been with the reform thing for a very long time. And so... Uh, if they're able to convince everybody that they'll be able to deliver, we are with them. 
Nana Bachir, so the, for the MPP, you are in support of this. Um, the, the view has, has been expressed at, at Kodeo, by Kodeo and by the rest of IPAC is start the process. You can implement it this year, see if it's possible, and if it's not, extend it to 2028. 20, um, first of all, from where you sit, you've already told us that the party hasn't got any, any opposition to it, but it will mean bringing it forward, you know, putting in the resources to, to do this. The EC needs to build consensus on this. Um, how should they approach this? And, and, and are you willing to sit with the rest of the parties to, to get this done? Yeah, uh, first of all, Evans, I think I agree with uh, the suggestion that the Electoral Commission um, should quickly come out with the elections calendar or its activities. Um, this is very important. I mean, this also breeds you know, confidence that they will be able to carry out the proposals they are putting forward. Uh, I have a problem when the NDC tried to hinge this whole argument around free and fair elections and the EC um, did not deliver free and fair elections in 2020. Very unfair. And I, I had my brother, Mustafa, when they um, strongly pushing that argument. Look, you went to court. And you were disgraced. Look, you did not present. In fact, during your own internal elections, it came out that you could not even put together a proper coalition center. During your own internal elections, you were accusing people that they did not manage the elections very well. Well, then, Abaji, I don't want to really to get the matter. It's been done. Courts pronounced on it. Let's move on. He's made a point. You've responded to it on the substantive matter. It's launched on the electoral commission. And then you were listening to it. You, you left it. You know, you did not respond to it. It is unfair. I mean, this is a subject matter we are discussing. But the moment you try to hang it around the fact that the EC is unable to deliver free and fair election, and that is supposed to be their, their main focus, and they should not be um, delving into such matters, it is unfair. As if the EC did not deliver free and fair elections in 2020, they delivered one of the best elections we've had in this election. You were not happy with the results. You went to court with no evidence. Well, that, that position has been canvassed and you've responded to him. Substantive point. Uh, you acknowledge that the lack of a roadmap now towards elections, the calendar, is a challenge. The fact that it hasn't been presented yet, doesn't that confirm the position in the fears of the N NDC then that it is a bit too late in the day? If the EC wanted to do it, they should have put a calendar out by now. No, it's not too late in the day. It's not too late in the day at all. I, I think that as the EC is saying that in a few in few days they are going to put up the activities. I mean, if they are able to put together their proposals well, put it before Parliament, so that Parliament can also go through the necessary processes, and that will be fine. So for us, we are okay with it. But in any case, I'm even surprised. The NDC says that they have won elections already. So if the election is being brought to November so that you can win early and go and jubilate, what is your problem? 2016, similar proposals were made. You were for it. You strongly canvassed argument that you wanted this to be, and that was in 2016, somewhere in July. It was too late in the day. And today you are opposed. I mean, this double standards in politics is quite worrying. Opposed to something which is 11 clear months to the elections. Why? Because you are saying that the issue should rather focus on free and fair elections. 
And what kind of argument is that? Uh, Harry, thank you very much. That's uh, the national organizer of the N- MPP there. You had the deputy general secretary of the party, that's the NDC, uh, Musa Fagbande earlier, and Kofi Ahin, Albert Kofi Ahin, national coordinator of Kodeo. Where do you stand on this particular subject? 055 The Electoral Commission says it will make a decision, but it will make a decision only in your interest. So is this in your interest? Let's hear from you. News night in a minute. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, expect locked lecture halls, no issuance of certificates in, on camped campuses. Uh, so over 10,000 members of the Teachers and Educational Workers Union, Teu, laid down their tools about failure of the government to pay tier two pension allowance to fund managers, extra duty allowance, car maintenance allowance, among others. Lecturers will not have access to lecture halls. The place will be very messy because um, you can imagine this weather, the dust. You can imagine the washrooms. Well, as the Labour Front continued to boil, there are projections of more agitations following the possibility of changing government next year. We'll hear from Labour experts. These are the uncertain periods that we are living in and worse things are yet to happen because we do not have leaders who know how to properly negotiate uh, details of that here on Newsnight. Also tonight, justify your inclusion on the Judicial Council. That's the Attorney General's response to the Special Prosecutor following his recent call for absolute autonomy to shield him from political interference. Why OSP? Why not the other state institutions? So these are the questions that we may also want to interrogate. We may want to be part of the Constitution by Constitutional creature, but if you ask me now, I'll say having created the OSP through an act of Parliament, if anything at all, there must be a Constitutional Amendment to take away the power of the Attorney General when it comes to corruption cases. Also, the Attorney General is tonight pushing for reforms in the jury system of the country to speed up criminal trials. That's actually provoked an examination of the jury system for us to see um, whether there can be better ways of going about justice delivery without the involvement of the jury. I personally think that the jury system ought to be eliminated. We are very fortunate in your case to have <laughs> Not so much difficulties with the verdict. Well, the family of Major Mahama, they've been visiting the Attorney General. We'll hear from the mother of Major Mahama. I knew it would kill me, so I avoided going on social media. And in business, IMF highlights improved revenue mobilization and containing expenditure as key for program success and stabilizing the economy. You want to stay with us uh, for business and sports later? 
plus tonight, two out of ten married men cheat on their wives, while only eight percent of wives cheat on their husbands. That's the latest survey from the Ghana Statistical Service. We have reactions as many question the numbers. What I can say about the statistics is that two is less. Instead, it should be like six, seven or eight men. And then also, 80% of young people engaging in unprotected sex and multiple partners, thereby growing sexually transmitted disease concerns. Once you are at the high risk of having sexual intercourse without protecting yourself and having it with multiple partners, definitely you are contributing to HIV. Uh, you want to stay with us uh, for that and more or here on Newsnight. Plus your comments, 55 If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.